This is Uncontrolled Airspace, episode 316 Bravo, the UCAP daily from the Sebring... You got the three in front of this one. I did get the three in front of this one. Nobody knows about that. Now you've outed me on this, all right? <laughs> I fixed it. I fixed it. The Yay! magic of uh, audio editing. That's right. Uh, UCAP daily from the Sebring Sport Aviation Expo in Sebring, Florida. And uh, as you heard, Jeb's back today, and uh, Dave's still off on assignment. He won't be with us this year here at Sebring. Um, wasn't able to make it in town. But James Winbrand is with us. Hi, James. How are you doing? Hey, great. It's such a thrill to be here. Yes. I missed last year's, as you may have recalled. That's so right. You were like in some, some exotic trip, as I recall. Yes, uh, I was, I guess, uh, let me see. That might have either been Shanghai or El Salvador or Nick Rice. It was Sorry. one of those. It Sorry. was <laughs> some place for which you need a passport. Yeah. 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 So we're standing out here on the flight line in front of the uh, terminal building. Uh, as you can hear, there's airplanes operating in the uh, background. The runway's right out in front of us. And uh, in between us and the runway, a whole bunch of parked airplanes. We've got some uh, biz jets and, uh, what's that, a King Air? C-90. Uh, and Cherokees a whole, whole bunch and of... and Bonanzas and... Oh, my. Yeah. And down uh, uh, in the other direction, got a whole bunch of RVs. That's part flock. of some, some RV uh, group has uh, parked their airplanes all together. And a, uh, would be a, that would be a, a P-51 of some sort, I guess. And, uh, and then, of course, the B-24 and the B-17. Razorback P-51. I can't read the, the name on the cowling. B-24 and a uh, B-17, all three of which are from the Collings Foundation. Yeah. So some nice airplanes here uh, at uh, Sebring this year, uh, in addition to all the cool uh, LSA aircraft that we were looking at earlier. We're going to talk about that. But, uh, James, you got here last evening. Today is uh, Saturday. It's uh, day three of uh, this year's four-day show. Um, And I was here for a little while yesterday, but I I took off in the middle of the afternoon. You arrived later, and we're here for the evening activities. What happened in the evening? There was some sort of air show? There was. It was a great air show uh, featuring... What used to be the Team RV, they've renamed themselves, I think it's a dynamic group, something like that, but uh, they did a twilight show. Now, because we had an overcast, it made everything almost look like it was nighttime. And uh, they've got lights on, so they're trailing smoke. They've got lights on facing aft from the what would be the exhaust portion if it were a jet. So that was very cool looking. And there's 12 aircraft, I think, and they're in four different groups, so there is quite a lot going on, and it's very impressive to see the different groups, how they link up, split apart, so that was quite the, the show, and then Patty Wagstaff did a performance as well uh, for, I think she must have been up there cranking for like 15 minutes, I mm-hmm. don't know how she does it. Yeah. And so, so, was that after dark? Was she lit? Did there, she have any pyro or anything? Uh, or? No pyro, it's the same situation, it was officially twilight, but with the overcast it was kind of like night conditions so i imagine that kind of creates potential hazards as you're trying to see your depth and how much room you have over the ground and whatnot Mm -hmm. uh she did not do as she will today her full inverted ribbon cutting routine and such so the crowd will get to see that today Mm -hmm. and then there was a, a fundraiser last night as well for uh, a Young Eagles EAA group here and uh, that Patty was the featured guest at, and she spoke at that as well, and they had a great turnout. They've got a brand-new hangar. They're finishing up. The dinner was going to be in the hangar that's not com- quite completed, so next year it will be in their hangar. It was in the Lockwood hangar last night. So, so much history. You know, the Lockwoods are here. So much going on at this airport. It's, it's quite phenomenal. Yeah. Jeb, you've been wandering around for a couple hours here now. Anything caught your attention? Well, several things as usual. Some interesting airframes, um, interesting execution. There's a, I didn't get the, 
I, I looked at it, I don't recall, but it's a is a black on black LSAM Fibian. It looks really nice. The FPNA. FPNA, thank you. The float planes, planes and, and amphibians. Yes. Yeah, that. I think I think that org- that company is based here, I believe. It's I believe they are, yeah. yeah. That's a, just a nice looking seemingly well executed airplane. Um, the RVs that we're looking at right now there's, uh, are kind of cool. Um, and of course there's just, you know, everything there is to know about light sport scattered all over the ground. Yeah. Now, it's hard to judge, partly because we're not so familiar with this show and partly because they've rearranged it, right. the grounds, but it feels quiet. Do you think it feel, it's quiet? It feels lighter than last year, or maybe maybe the year before. Can't quite put my finger on it, but they, it's it's almost an apples to oranges comparison because they have rearranged the grounds. Um, for example, and as you pointed out, there's more aisle space between uh, exhibit areas, and uh, it's hard to, uh, to really gauge things based on that. But looking through as one yardstick, the um, uh, vendor area, what I would call it, as opposed to the, to the exhibits, the vendor area being, in this case, in a hangar, uh, it's much, uh, I won't say much, it's maybe two-thirds of what it was last year as far as exhibitors um, having a booth, you know, a 10 by 10 booth inside a covered area and uh, either marketing or selling something. Uh, so that's you know obviously a, a problem. Um, what it'll lead to, why it's the case this year, I don't have answers. Yeah, I do like speaking as a, a bit of an events person myself. I do like the changes they've made to the layout in terms of preparing themselves for future growth. The the layout is much improved over the long run and for the long run, uh, but it still has that sparse attendance feel to it. Yeah, I, I hopefully not that it's it's still just a function of the economy and that uh, things so. will uh, yeah. continue and, to and improve. And the weather hasn't cooperated a whole lot either. There's, you know, some major weather north of us. This is not the most pleasant Florida weather even you have experienced in the last week. We're looking at maybe 3,500 broken uh, and a good stiff breeze, uh, maybe a 30 degree crosswind to the main runway here. Yeah. James, you admit that you're not really an LSA person, but there has there, have you seen anything here in the, in the tw- third, you know, tw- 24 hours you've been here that interests you? Well, as a, uh, a pilot who typically flies certificated aircraft that can do more than the usual LSA, what I find intriguing is I'm looking at these amphibs, and here's something where, now, here's something, get out on the water, you can go traveling, especially if you're in Florida. That's something you're not going to be able to do in a certificated where you could just go out and have a heck of a lot of fun in one of these amphibs, get places, get on the water, go on the land. So that's something that has some real appeal for me. There do seem to be a lot more amphibs than maybe I've seen in the past. Is this probably... That's probably a fair estimation. And, you know, in the past, we've only seen one or two, so maybe we've seen one or two more today, so there's four on the field. I guess. You know, I mean, right? I, I can't recall ever seeing that CTLS on floats before. That was new. I, I, no, I'm not sure I do either. Yeah. But, uh, um, and they've got that big... Air and the air cam on, on floats. The air cam and floats looks, we've seen before, yeah, but there cool. was a big gyrocopter on floats, and that uh, was very cool. That was just doing some flybys, and it's like, yeah, I could see, you know, taking off in my backyard and that thing going out onto the water. Yeah, and yeah, really we're trying exploring. to we're trying to do the math on how we could take that off on Jeb's pond in the uh-huh. backyard of his house. He's uh, you know, so, uh, you know, we're working on it. We'll figure it out. Uh, but well, all it takes is money. Yeah, so. Well, does that that one that we saw, does that have, I mean, can that pretty much go up vertically? Or does that need some kind of forward the gyrocopter? It's not a gyro, I don't think, was it? it was just, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think there may have been a true helicopter on floats. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also a gyro on floats. Um, so, yeah. 
It's, uh, you know, the wind is straight down this runway, and so everybody's demonstrating what appears to be incredible slow flight over, you know, down the runway. We're looking at a, uh, I'm not sure what that aircraft is, but uh, tail dragger, uh, sure. small uh, LSA-type aircraft uh, just flying down the runway. White tiger stripe livery. What, what uh, ground speed-wise, appears to be going very slow, but uh, they're all taking advantage of this, uh, this uh, nose wind. Uh, down the runway. Here comes a helicopter. This, uh, helicopter. Here, here, yeah, this is this is definitely a helicopter on. Yeah, floats. this is what I was seeing before. Oh and wait, no, this might be a gyro. No. I think it is. Yeah, see, it's got a pusher yeah, prop on the back, okay, right? right? That's. Uh, All right. You're right. But anyways. He's going faster than the fixed wing, just preceding yeah. him. Yeah. Well, that's because for him, for him, going fast is fun. <laughs> yeah. For us, going slow is fun. See, it's all about your uh, your viewpoint. Anyways, uh, that's about it for today. What's going on? To uh, so you were telling us about uh, Patty's going to fly later on today, yes. and uh, is there another night air show tonight? Or I, I'm not aware of that. I don't think so. Yeah, and then. Uh, We'll all be back tomorrow. Uh, we're doing a, 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 a little bit longer uh, UCAP episode tomorrow at noon uh, through the, uh, uh, what they call Expo Radio, which is being run by Sun and Fun Radio. And uh, we'll be doing that. It'll be streamed live on the Internet if you're interested in listening. Uh, that'll be uh, listenable at uh, liveatc.net slash SNF. We'll be doing that. And uh, and they're streaming all kinds of live stuff right now. You can listen to our buddy Dave Shellbetter and his crew uh, doing radio interviews all throughout the days here uh, at uh, at Sebring. So I guess that's it for today. Uh, this is uh, Uncontrolled Airspace, episode 316 Bravo, the UCAP daily from Sebring Sport Flying Expo.